Welcome to Level Up Chips 2, Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. Hello everybody and welcome back to Level Up Chips. I am your lovely host, Michael Gonzalez, and I am joined by my lovely co-host and guest, co-host. Why don't you say your name? I'm uh, Max. Uh, still here. You're stuck with me. Yeah, we are stuck with him. And then, <laughs> my guest, what's your name, buddy? I'm Carter Sally, uh, one of the hosts over at Raven Geeks. Yeah, that's right. I, I've actually been a, a guest over there for, for Raven Geeks, which, that's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. How, how have you been enjoying all the podcast stuff there? It's been great. As, like, a first-time podcaster, it's been really, really fun. Me and Hope have had some really fun conversations, and we hope all of you listening will come over and check out our podcast. That's right. That's really, really awesome, and I really do hope that you guys do check out Raven Geeks. It's another CM Life podcast all about being, you know, geeky, having all sorts of different conversations, not just about video games. It's all about comics, movies, shows, you you name it, that's geeky, it's there. So without further ado, we do have some uh, uh, video game news that I think you guys would want to hear. Some funny, some uh, not surprising, uh, such as Jedi Survivor getting delayed to April 28th. Um, hmm. Yeah. This one wasn't too much of a shock for me. I saw it and I was like, yeah, it'll happen. Um, because we were just talking about how Fallen Order, uh, that was a very buggy game. Yeah, it was rough around the edges at launch. Yeah, which now if you play it, it's fantastic. It doesn't have those bugs like before. But, oh my gosh, I remember yeah. even my brother playing it and being like, well, a stormtrooper's freaking out. Like, bugging out completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, EA tends to kind of shove things out of the door before they're ready. Wasn't there a game called, like, Battlefield 2042? 2042, yeah. Yeah, 2042, yeah. A lot of people are looking forward to it. I think it already came out, didn't it? Yeah, they were. Oh, they were. That's what I said. Okay, I thought you said that they are. They are looking for it. I was like, what do you mean they Yeah, no, it it came out, like, (laughs) what, two years ago now? Probably either that or like just one year ago. 2021, I remember. Yep. So it's like a year and a half probably at this mm-hmm. point. Regardless, yeah, that that was buggy. It just did not live up to the battlefield. It name. didn't have like features that should be in a multiplayer shooter. We're getting off topic though. Everybody, <laughs> how about uh, Fallen Order? What what were you guys, your guys' uh, uh, thoughts about that game? I'm not about mad about the fact that it got delayed. I'm more mad about the fact that it got delayed to finals week and not to May the 4th where it should have been delayed to. May the 4th. What day is it on the calendar? I think that's a Wednesday. Yeah. But um, still, it's going to release on a weekday anyways. April 28th. Thursday. That's going to be a Friday. Yeah, it's a Thursday, which that's not bad. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. It's not but bad at all. Also, that's, when get, like, that's when also when my last final is. But also like unprecedented for game releases. Like, uh, Final Fan or not Final Fantasy doesn't Square S- Enix Sonic release Sonic and like Square Enix games tend to release on Tuesdays, yeah, because that's a proven formula for success by Sonic. Hmm. I wonder why Sonic. Yeah, I wonder why Tuesday. Like, yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't have that kind of knowledge. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not that big of a guru that you guys think I am. Right. Not not being completely confident in that. Anyway, um, the the fun story that we do have is um, one that I deemed on my list fish story. 
Fish story. Fish story. <laughs> um, basically, there is a guy who, who he has, like, two, uh, uh, like, almost goldfish, I think. Either mm-hmm. ju- just regular pet fish that he puts in some bowls, and they have full functionality of his switch. Yep. And he's having his f- fish try to beat Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. Um, so basically, there's a webcam, and if they move to that one area, then they press, like, the A button. Right. If they go to another area, they press the B button. Um, Scarlet and Violet crashed in the middle of the stream, <laughs> and this guy was not paying attention because he has that playing for, like, hours on Right, end. yeah, yeah. Just, you know, being like, oh, go, fish, It's go. like Twitch plays Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. You just don't really pay attention until, like, a bit, of, you know, a little bit later. And they somehow managed to get on the eShop. <laughs> and they were able to, like, make him pay or, like, put, like, I want to say 5 or $10 onto his account. Oh. And, you know... The entire Twitch chat was like, yo, no way, what's going on? <laughs> it also gave the entire Twitch audience his, like, credit card information. Oh, no. All of it. Uh... And I don't know if anybody actually used it. Maybe maybe they didn't. I, mean, I hope they didn't. Regardless, yeah, yeah. he was able to catch it, say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, everybody, and then turn it off. He was able to get refund from uh, Nintendo. And on top of that, he was able to, I'm pretty sure, change his bank account information. Yeah, it's like cards and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and also probably get a refund. I'm I'm pretty sure that was the case. But, hmm. yeah, that was, like, one of the funniest stories that I had seen for a while. Just that fish hmm. robbed a dude. <laughs> I think that kind of reminds me of, uh, what is it, Twitch Plays Dark Souls. They tried that after Pokemon. And how did that go? Uh, at first, it was complete chaos because, like, you know, Dark Souls is so much more complicated than Pokemon. Yeah, because you need to, like, roll at the right Yeah, time. you need to ro- roll and you need to have camera control and you need to do all this other stuff. So they had to change the system. So instead of just typing in a command and it happening, they they had to set up, like, a mini vote system. So, like, actions would have to be like approved of by a majority oh my gosh did they beat it yeah they beat it after like multiple years <laughs> that's so wild i can only assume that at some point so it was only like a few people they're like okay we gotta actually make progress i would imagine there's maybe like four people and then they just like vote on stuff, and it's just it's basically just them playing the game, not even like right a multitude of people. And it's then, just like okay, everybody unanimously votes for roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just imagine like after school gets out, they're like, oh god, the kids are coming. They're gonna <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll. It's the bed of chaos. Why would you do this? This is a platforming boss. No, don't roll. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that that was a fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two other ones: uh, Xbox, and PlayStation, and Nintendo. Uh, they're not coming to E three. It's E zero. It's zero of E's. Um, it's 
not surprising. In fact, was it this month specifically, or, or last month in January, uh, Xbox, they actually had their own showcase of yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was all live-streamed stuff like that. Sony has that too. Nintendo pioneered the whole idea of directs. Yeah, like just pre-recorded, pre-recorded streams. streams of what's going to be coming out. Um, they they were the ones that I'm pretty sure they left E3 before anybody else. Yeah. And I remember a lot of articles saying like, "Oh, that's not the way to go. I can't believe they left E3. This is this isn't good." Mm-hmm. Now everybody's leaving. I'm curious if E3 is even going to be a thing or if it's just going to be a third-party developer. Yeah, I I think, oh, they could repurpose say, 3 and E3, E third-party. Hey, there we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, in a certain way, I find that just a little bit strange because if that's the case, they're no different than, like, oh, what am I, what are, PAX. PAX, PAX yeah. was PAX East. That's the place where all the third-party developers already showcase their games to people. And also indie developers. And they, so. they yeah. I remember, was it last year or, or the year before or something like that for E3 when it actually was a thing? Because they kept, like, reviving it and then saying, oh, it's canceled, and then reviving it. It's hard to remember. But I do remember they would have stuff like Digital Devolver having their own showcase. I'm like, right. You're an indie developer who has, like, four games coming out. Like, I can't well, believe you have your own showcase. I mean, they've expanded They definitely a lot. have. Yeah. They have expanded a lot more, but I don't know. It would be like Naughty Dog being like, all right, Last of Us. That's it. See I mean, everybody. They did, <laughs> they did do that during one of the Sony showcases where they was like, The Last of Us 2. I remember that was the biggest shock when that came around. I was like, when did this happen? It was also what the, the one where on? the guy was on the flute for Ghost of Tsushima. Was he there? Yeah, yeah, that was the oh, same show. that one. Okay, I don't know why. You, I was thinking that. They were going for like a musical performance thing for each one. I thought you were talking about the Game Awards flute guy. No, not that guy. As soon as I hear flute, I immediately think of the guy that was going ham on the flute. Yeah, he does that every year. I didn't know that until this year. Basically, I don't know if you saw the Game Awards, Carter. I kind of did. Um, yeah. the the game of the year. Um, they they always have this like orchestra orchestra playing all the different themes of the games of the year nominations, and it's just kind of like a whole piece mm. where it'll have the theme and it'll transition yeah. into another theme. And there was a guy who was playing the flute. And he was, like, rocking back and forth, (laughs) going in and all around. And don't mind my phone, people. Uh, But he was going absolutely crazy on that thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is going on? And by the end of it, he straight up was, like, holding his flute like this, like, up in the air and screaming, like, yeah! Oh, my gosh. Yeah! Yeah, I I missed that. I dipped after Kirby won his award. All right, that's fair. That's very fair. And then immediately after that, that's when the kid went on the, stage. The, the, the Bill Clinton the Yeah, the Bill incident. Clinton kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that. No, and I stuck around for that. That that was, he, that that was, was something. Entertaining. Oops. I didn't even see that happen on, like, live because I heard, like, a European accent. 
and I thought it was the guy who made It Takes Two, the one that says, like, F the Oscars, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Tommy Wiseau of games. Um, Except he makes good things instead of just genuinely all right, terrible. Good. Yeah. Average, in my opinion. But he, yeah, I, I thought, like, oh, it's just some, you know, it's him, Joseph, I think, something, whatever. And then I went on Twitter, I was like, Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? Didn't he get arrested? Yeah, he got. Yeah, he, he, got no, like, he actually didn't get arrested. He got detained for like a day, for like a night, and then like, oh, he's he was like fifteen years old. Yeah, so. he was fifteen years old. I think Jeff Keeley straight up said on Twitter, like, "Yeah, we arrested the guy." Yeah, that's what I thought I read. Yeah, yeah, and then everybody retweeted it, like reporters being like, "I looked at the LAPD reports. There's nothing about that." <laughs> Yeah, no, the secu- security must have just, like, held on to him for a few hours. And, and then, then just said, beat it, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay. Yeah. So, Off- final. Yes. Because final this, news. This is this one won't take too long. Um, the PlayStation Essential Collections, uh, uh, that's getting taken off. Yeah, the PlayStation um, Plus. Yep. Yes. that That's going to be leaving pretty soon, I, I think. It was in my phone, and the phone is very out of reach, so never mind. You you guys know the news. You guys mm-hmm. know the news now. But um, what what are your guys' thoughts? This had, like, Bloodborne. This had Last of Us. This had Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's upsetting. Hmm. I mean, I think it's part of PlayStation's strategy to more to integrate the different tiers of PlayStation Plus more. Because if you get access to all those free games on PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the lowest tier, then why buy the higher tiers where you get just, you know, some more free games? Yeah, I mean, that is very fair. Mm-hmm. Um, of varying quality, while the ones in Essential are really good. They're fantastic. I think it even had Monster Hunter World, yep. which I was it shocked did. about. Mm-hmm. Um just having it like there for you, mm-hmm. very cool. Love base game. games. Yep. They they are my favorite third party developer, hands down. Um, but regardless, I it makes sense in my eyes. I know that it's very upsetting that this is happening. I'm pretty sure they're saying like, hey, if you bought it, like if you download ta- downloaded it. it, you own it. it. Like no no worries. So right, like, it's in your library. Yeah. With you. You're good um but it's just say it'll be off the store to me i i think that it's because playstation they just announced that they do not have a chip shortage they'll be able to start um, making ps5s like mass produce them yeah right. they already started that i thought yeah yeah, yeah it was like yeah there have been huge last sale month, numbers I think. <laughs> yeah there have been this, this month was very large for sony because they were able to do that um and because of that um I'm thinking it's almost like how Nintendo with the 3DS, they said, wow, well, like, I think it was like nine months after the the 3DS came out that they gave it like a 80 to $90 uh, cut price. In price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, since you were like one of the first 3DS owners, we want to thank you and you can have 10 free NES games and 10 free Game Boy Advance games. 
And it was the only time on the 3DS you could actually get a Game Boy Advance game. The Ambassador Program. The Ambassador Program. I'm thinking that that Essential Collection was pretty much your Ambassador Program. For buying a PS5 early. Yeah, being one of those... And not being a scalper. Yeah, not being a scalper. I swear, that was... Insane. Oh, that was some of the worst (sighs) moments in PlayStation history. Yeah. Besides the PS3 launching at like seven hundred dollars, yeah. Do you did you not know about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't start playing PlayStation games until like twenty sixteen. I know of I it. That. I wasn't there for it. I wasn't there because I was still like Nintendo kid. Yeah, was like exactly. I was definitely six. a Nintendo kid. I had, <laughs> was also I had the Wii. <laughs> I mean, I had a PlayStation two, but like I wasn't buying new consoles. My family, for some reason, they're like Nintendo. They are family friendly. They do the rated E games, only Nintendo. And it, we did not get anything until like 2012. <laughs> that was not Nintendo. It'd be really funny if like some kids' parents were like, "Oh, no more heroes. It has a lightsaber, a Star Wars game." Oh, jeez! <laughs> Never noticing the rated M rating yep. for no more heroes. <laughs> That game is so great, and for people who don't know, yeah, it's a lightsaber, but he has to make a certain grotesque uh, uh, motion. Suggestive motion. Yeah, suggestive motion to um, recharge it, because it has, like, bad batteries in it. Yeah, um, it's very, very uh, suggestive, very Mm. rated M. I love it. That's a great game. Bloody... All that good stuff. Have you ever, like, played No More Heroes, or have you heard of it's it? It's on my playlist, but, like, I've never actually played it yet. Think... Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, with that game, I, I've only played the first one, and I played through the second one a little bit, and I was like, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that's, like, in some aspects so bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Deadly Premonition, where people are like, oh, it's great, I love it. But it's, like, the worst budget or something. Hmm. This one had a good budget. It's just more like they make you do mundane tasks. Yeah, you have to literally do chores in order to do the fighting. It's all boss rush, and then in the middle of it, you literally are either like assassinating, mm-hmm. like, enemies or, or... mowing the lawn. Mowing lawns. Mm-hmm. Picking up coconuts. And they're, like, trash. You have enough money to, you know, go for the next assa- uh, highest-ranked sa- assassin in the world? No? Keep mowing. <laughs> um, the, the big peep issue that I would imagine people have was, like, the open world. It was barren. There were really, like, nobody mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, there was barely anybody in it, and it mm. was it was very much a 2007 game uh, on the Wii. Yeah, and because of that, it's like, oh, take it with a grain of salt if that's not your thing. But it's so wacky. It's so fun. The gameplay and mm-hmm. fighting is fun. Yeah, until like the final boss, and then I'm like, okay. But I recommend that one. We're getting back off trop uh, off topic. Um. But the, the main main aspect that we wanted to talk about was video game soundtracks. Yep. Uh, video game soundtracks, OSTs, they are the, the blood of video games. They are what makes a video game so iconic, I would say, right next to its uh, pixel art. Mm-hmm. I would say that's or, some of the yeah, biggest stuff. There, there's a lot of different aspects, but I would say a soundtrack really makes a game. Mm-hmm. It really does. And... There's this 
odd thing where people will say, oh, I don't listen to anything else except video game soundtracks. That's how good they are. They're very good, but... The classic, I only listen to video game soundtracks I and anime that music. I in school because you can't... I hate rap, guys, I listen to and all country. of music, and whenever everybody says, I just listen to video game music, I'm like, what kind of lame-ass yeah. uh, gremlin are you? Like, oh my god. There was, like, one year where it was just a lot of video game soundtracks. And then at some point I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I just stopped doing that and just started listening to actual, like, different stuff. Hmm. I mean, hey, uh, stuff like Metal Gear Rising music does hit different in workout playlists. It's kind of weird, though, because some soundtracks, they... Sometimes they just get like regular artists and they're like okay make a song yep like the sonic adventure 2 soundtrack yeah it's crush 40 i mean that's just it was just a rock band that's all it was it was not just some like video game a specific design being like oh we can make some music it's gonna be ambient it's gonna be all mystical weird no they they just started making like metal gear rising that's just heavy metal. Yeah, it's like it's like butt metal. Like the lyrics are so goofy, but like it also goes hard. I'd it goes say. super hard. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the the there's a game that just recently came out. Hi-Fi uh, Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, Max and I I, I played the uh, first, first level. level for him just to kind of show him a little bit. Have you heard about this one? No, I haven't. No, it's on the Xbox, which made me very very sad for like the rest of my family because they all own a ps5 i'm the only one with like an xbox new newer console Mm -hmm. and it was because of a good deal that i got um so i'm the only one that's been able to play it because it's an an exclusive it's made by the people who made evil within one and two and ghostwire tokyo which are both or all three of those are horror games Mm -hmm. slash action and then this game, it's cell shaded very much like a comic book. It has the goofy like humor of I don't know, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd say. Hmm. Like yeah. I, I the guy pretty much reminds me of Peter Quill. Yeah. Um, just less raunchy in hmm. some aspects. Um and on top of that, this guy, his arm is replaced with a robotic arm, and he got a defect where his MP three player is now his heart. So now he's constantly, like, having to attack enemies that are trying to attack him because he's a defect. Um, and to the beat. Yeah, he's, he's attacking them to the beat. It's Devil May Cry with a soundtrack of Nine Inch Nails and the Black Keys. Huh. That's cool. And, you know, its own original music. But I was like, whoa, they just decided to get some soundtracks, some albums, yeah. and say, all right play mm-hmm. it's so cool yeah. i i got to play a bit of it and i i gotta keep going after i beat dead space which is very very soon i'm on the last level mm. um that game is killer right yeah it seems like it it's very very cool i would recommend it to just about anybody at this point if you have an xbox or a pc yeah that's mm-hmm. the shame of it all it's also on pc i forgot it's on yeah. pc um microsoft likes to do that now thankfully um but that that's like some of my favorite stuff so far that's been some of my favorite things the fact that there are more rhythm games mm-hmm. uh that aren't just like rock band 
get you know guitar hero right i i feel like uh taiko yeah yeah drumming, it's like that that's kind of its own thing yeah uh rhythm games i think are like split very hard between the west and the east like japanese rhythm games are like a whole different beast compared to like guitar hero yeah people think that expert with guitar hero is like impressive you should take a look at some of the stuff that the japanese players do because they didn't you say that you saw someone with like okay yeah gloves oh no um so i for those who don't know i was in japan last semester right and we took a trip to kyoto to this arc and there was this arcade there and me and my friends you know we were playing taiko no tatsujin uh very fun casually it's basically and, like um like a drum game where uh it's kind of like guitar hero yeah you you like hit the center and like the edges of the drum to the beat yep to the beat and you have these little like things telling you when to do it the, mm-hmm. It's just like Guitar Hero, where you have to get it like at a certain point and then press the button, right. or you know, hit the drum. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when we were done, uh, this guy was waiting in line behind us, and he had his own sticks. He walked up. I don't know what he did, but he accessed his own like personal profile or whatever. What the heck? And yeah, I think that they have like memory card. Yeah, they like, have accounts. Right. Yeah, and I I just watched him clear this 2000 note song perfectly without breaking a sweat i was like what are you (laughs) yeah some people take it so seriously over there and it's impressive it is so impressive Mm -hmm. um but that's like the beauty of it i feel like rhythm games have really gone into their own thing but soundtracks have become some of the, the like main staples of what makes a, a game good too yeah it's one of the game award things you know best uh soundtrack soundtrack yeah xenoblade so, 3 was robbed i was gonna say <laughs> why don't we try going around the room and talking a bit about what kind of soundtracks do you guys like love to listen to like if you immediately think oh my gosh i haven't listened to this one you just get start playing it mm-hmm. hmm oh no i have a few uh but um carter you can start if yeah like oh i love listening to mario galaxies one and two really soundtracks yeah no i think they are the perfect soundtracks to ever exist okay why why do you say that um because all forms of music are covered in those soundtracks there's metal there's like the soft lullaby music which sometimes if i can't sleep i put on it's very soothing and then there's like this fantasy high action sort of uh, soundtrack when you hit uh, Melty Molten Lava Galaxy. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that soundtrack. I lo- I listen to that when I need to get pumped up. It's it's so good. And then Gusty Garden Galaxy, which is like a classic. And then um, there's just there's so much great music on those soundtracks. And mm-hmm. I will, I'm a little bit biased because those two are my favorite games of all time. I was so. going to say, like, of all the I'm Mario biased. games, that's like your favorite. I am very, very biased, but... Um, I think a soundtrack that's very much slept on is the Guardians of the Galaxy video game soundtrack. I've never played that game. I well, know I need you to should play that. because it's very underrated and it's a very, very good game. It literally it's like another Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but you're playing it. Hmm. It's I really have to play it. It's so sad that Marvel's Avengers really undermined that game and really and we'll never get a sequel because it never made enough money. 
it's really really sad because mm. I love that game so much. Didn't they say something recently about the Avengers game? Like, oh yeah, it's is, getting canned. Yeah, it's getting there's my down. there's my news. Oh, the Avengers video game is uh, they're done supporting it. A lot of it. games are getting shut down now. That I think about it. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of those like battle royale type games. Like, yeah. was it Rumbleverse? Rumbleverse, one, like Rumble wrestling game? one. Yeah, it's getting really? canned. Really? Yeah, I thought it was also, very popular. That's I thought so too. Very surprising. Also, I saw a lot of Twitch streamers playing that. Apex Mobile. Apex Mobile. Apex Mobile's going down? Yep. Wow. And uh, this one that was like a Battle Royale, like a dodgeball, dodgeball game called like Knockout, Knockout City. City. Yeah, Knockout huh. City. That one's also getting canned. Recently, it's just been like live dropping service like games. Dropping like flies. Yeah. That is crazy. I still heard after Battlefront 2 got stopped getting supported. So I just, at least oh. it has like the at least servers. it's up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but we were gonna get Ahsoka Tano and Asajj Ventress. Like we, they were. Oh, they were actually planning. Yeah. That. No. Oh, and people cool. d- data mined the game and found voice lines for the characters, and the devs even came out and said, "Yeah, they were next in line." Hmm. That's so sad. We got BB-8 and oh. BB-90 to end it off. Okay. You don't know how mad I was, and we were gonna get Mandalore yeah. as a map. Was... I was like, oh. oh. And there was gonna be a hmm. there was gonna be Mandalorian loyalists on both sides, and I'm like, at least we didn't get Do. D- oh, Do. Okay, I was oh, like, what Jojos? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> Every single time that say, they said Do, I was like, okay, now we're just ripping off animes. What's going on with this trilogy? <laughs> I love that. Everything's a Jojo so reference. Have you seen the one where R- the, it's R two D two and Dio, but it's the jo- it's the Jotaro and Dio meme yeah. with oh them god. walking up on each other? Oh my god! Oh, it's you're so, approaching it's me. So, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Oh yeah, when I heard his name, I'm like D- Dio, like like from Bizarre Adventure. Is that, that what we're referencing now? Okay. That threw me for a loop when that first came out. I was like, what is going on with Star Wars? Yeah. Um, so well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But no, please go listen to the Guardians of the Galaxy's um, soundtrack. Because one, they made a band called Star-Lord. And they wow. got all these guitarists to play together. Not any famous guitarists. but That's still awesome. Yeah. They actually made a band for the game. And their soundtrack is on iTunes to download and Spotify. They're fantastic. I wish they would come out with more music because they're actually really, really good. And the soundtrack that they take uh, from other existing bands, like they have Pat Benatar on there, uh, they have Iron Maiden, they play um, Where Eagles Dare mm. for the final battle, and when you're flying around in the in the Milano shooting aliens and spaceships, and that music is going, it was an indescribable experience. I was I was in, I was so in. Um, mm. They play I Need a Hero. Um, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, because. They, it's used in the trailers as a marketing, yeah. and there's this function in the game where it's called the huddle, where you press the L and R buttons, and you huddle up the Guardians when everybody's low on health. You give them an inspirational message, and you send them back into the battlefield, and you randomize the playlist, and it plays a famous song. Oh, oh my gosh. god. It's, these mechanics are so underrated, and I'm so sad that, because like it's a really well-played game. Like every After everybody played the game, it was like, wow, this game is really good. But like the general audience didn't get into it because of the reception from Marvel Avengers. So well, Square Enix really did botch up there. Yeah, their they really did. I was really disappointed. <laughs> also, Marvel. can we talk about that? That Avengers game is two hundred gigabytes. It's two. It's oh. two hundred gigabytes. I oh, didn't geez. know that. Yeah, I went on the PlayStation Store it's and I'm like, you know, I get it for free with the PlayStation Plus. I'm gonna download it and see what all the. It's two hundred. It's two hundred gigabytes. Hmm. 
And I'm like, <laughs> no. Okay. I No. Let's. All I would say after that is if you literally got, like, the Call of Duty Warzone and then got, like, that's that like all of your storage. That's You're done. All of your storage. That's all your storage PS5. until you have to buy another terabyte. <laughs> yeah. That's it, it. Was so awful. But you. Yeah. Max. <laughs> uh, let's see. Recently, considering I've been getting back into like working out again after not being able to do so for like three months, uh, I've been listening to the Doom soundtrack. Mm, that's uh, a good one. Which one? Like well, all of them? Or, okay, okay. I was gonna say all both of them. them are like fantastic, but I'm curious which one you're like focusing on. I'm <laughs> focusing more on like Doom Eternal mm. because like it has some bangers. The only Plus, thing they fear is you is like one of the best pieces of video game music. I prefer Meat Hook, but that's just Meat me. Hook. I yeah. haven't heard that one. Uh, you probably have. Well, it's in just, the game, definitely, yeah, but the, like not outside of it. Right? Yeah, is but, Meat Hook like a parody of Slipknot? Because so that's I'm, really that's really really funny. I'm not sure, but That'd I know it plays <laughs> during like oh all the uh like Sentinel planet levels. Oh, you know, yeah, I haven't been playing those lately. Mm. Yeah, and also Doom Eternal has all the DLC soundtracks, which are not composed by Mick Gordon due to a bunch of drama that I'm not going to get into here. No, we can't get into that. It's yeah. too much. Yeah, but it was composed by Andrew Hulschult, who does a lot of like indie soundtracks for other boomer shooters. And then they oh, brought him I- in for Doom Eternal, and his work is also fantastic. I should check that out. Mm-hmm. I really have not checked that stuff out. Right. That I would be interested to check that one out. But, right. Um, what other soundtracks? I know that you're like Metal Gear Rising. Yeah. I get that. I'm surprised you haven't not mentioned Guilty Gear. Oh yes, Guilty Gear. <laughs> uh, so f- for those who don't know, because Guilty Gear is like kind of like on the second tier of popularity for fighting games i guess until strive and that kind of got bumped up but anyway like this whole series was just created off the back of daisuke ishiwatari the like creative director and also the composer just really liking rock music specifically he really loves like queen i know that's not like rock strictly what's rock opera Rock opera, exactly. yeah, but yeah, he just liked a bunch of bands and was like, okay, I'm going to make this fighting game where, for example, with the first one, all the audio is super compressed except for the music, and it's like crystal clear. So you can tell he really likes all the music. That's and so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the soundtracks are on Spotify. I'd recommend you give them a listen. They actually sound like an album. Yeah. Like, if you listen to it, you'd be like, oh. Yeah. That's not video game mm-hmm. music? Yeah. And each... Or that's not, you know, that mm. is video game music. It is. Be- be- wow, Man. I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. but... like, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, each song is tailored to each character i mean obviously it's a fighting game each character has a theme but like they're so fitting it's honestly like i don't get how they made it like that and with strive it was the first time that they have like 
that they had lyrics for each character's theme. Uh, and, of course, those also all fit really well if you know the characters. But, yeah, uh, you don't have to be into Guilty Gear to appreciate the soundtrack, so go listen to it, please. That is a great soundtrack. I actually had that in some of my video game OST, like, playlists. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it, I think it was before Strive had even been, like, released, uh, released or announced as, like, Strive just as a new Guilty Gear game. Right, yeah. And... I was like, whoa, this is, like, really, really good. Yeah. And then when you started playing through Strive and, like, I was listening to, to the music, I was like, wait, that's that's the one on my playlist. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even know it was Guilty Gear. I did not look at it and was like, mm-hmm. I will remember that. No. Really wild. But I will go into one of my favorites for my favorite series, which is Metroid. Mm. Um, Metroid mm-hmm. Prime 1 has some of the best electronic exploration music you could ever get yeah. in a video game. If you guys ever listen to, like, Fendrana Drifts, yeah, that is so beautiful. Yeah, it's atmospheric. And then it's really cool because kind of like in the, like, Super Metroid, you'd have, like, Norfair, mm-hmm. and then you'd have, like, Ridley's Lair. Yeah, lower um, Norfair. Like, lower Norfair, and then it would change soundtracks. Um, it kind of has that with Fendrana Drifts and other places, where it, in one area, this is your first time seeing it, it's all majestic, it's all, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like an a music play, being played in a cave, like oh. an ice cavern. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that is beautiful. And then when you get further into it, it has that like same theme to it, tone. Yeah. But then it's more electronic and all this stuff because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like Chozos and Space Pirates are around that area more. So you just get to see more and more techno. Yeah, like stuff. sci-fi. It's so stuff. cool. Hmm. It's one of the best soundtracks for a game. Yeah. Um. And then if I really, really, really had to choose another one for, like, my life, (sighs) Persona 3. I have to mention the Persona games at some point. Yeah. They're fantastic, but Persona 3 is my thing. It focuses on jazz, on hip-hop. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, jazz and hip-hop. For some reason, that's that was their whole thing. And to me, it rang in my heart. It basically... It resonated. It resonated. Like, it, it was my thing. Hmm. And I even, for my birthday, got the whole CD soundtrack and everything. And it's in my car. And whenever I feel like I need it, that's what I'll have. And it has the greatest final boss music you could ever have in a video game. Yep. Hands down, I will swear on that mm. on anything. Put it in front of a Bible, put it in front of a comic book. I don't care what. I'll swear on it and say that is the best final boss music. Hmm. Yeah, that's hmm. Oh, no, that's valid. It's very valid. Uh, you'll, I, I want to have you listen to it at some point. Okay. Yeah, but... Uh, but regardless, that that's kind of my own thing. Are mm. there any other soundtracks before we get into it? I just want to remind us that silence in a soundtrack is just as effective as uh, 
constant music. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because agree. I'm thinking Dark Souls and like Breath of the Wild, where Dark Souls will have complete silence and just you know like sound of like environmental sound effects until you go into a boss fight, and then it's just like uh, orchestral. Yeah. Definitely for Resident Evil 2. Mm. Like whenever Mr. X shows up, yeah. you know you are you're screwed. Oh, yeah. I love when Mr. X like you that has the best audio design. Mm-hmm. Have you played it with headphones on? No, because I can't afford them. Yeah, but uh <laughs> oh, even earbuds or something like that. No, you I, don't have them. I was gonna say anything and I, I would just recommend it because when you're going around and you hear Mr. X's like footsteps, yeah. you can hear them like on the upper floors, you can tell when they're up there, oh, if they're yeah. down there, mm-hmm. if they're on the same floor. Yeah, and like, 3D audio. Oh, no. Whenever he sees you and that bass drop happens, I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no. you just freak out. You um, just freak out. <laughs> the audio. When, when you're in the jail and all those zombies are coming towards you, and you're like, ah, oh, you made it. And he comes around the corner, I'm like, ah! <laughs> when that happened, I was like, Come on, man! I'm just trying to make it around! Come on! Yeah, uh, uh, just going back to Dark Souls briefly, uh, I will say Dark Souls 3's final boss theme for the DLC, that's my favorite. That's a good one. Slave Knight Gale. Slave Knight Gale. That's a crazy-ass title. And, yeah, it comes back around to the series whole thing of being obsessed with berserk references because he's pretty much just old man guts as a boss that's so cool that's so badass Mm -hmm. i love that Mm -hmm. guts is not many people know about berserk in some ways it's like both popular and not yeah like if you're in if you have like read a manga or watched an anime you probably know what berserk is but if you don't then it's it's mostly it it's more like there's just references to Berserk, Berserk everywhere. If it's a, anywhere and everywhere. If it's a guy with a big sword, it's probably Berserk inspired. Cloud's sword, the Buster sword, that's literally a full-on like copy of Guts's sword. Dragon Slayer. Yeah, he he's the like model mm-hmm. for every dark fantasy series big guy with big sword <laughs> i love it i love berserk because of that yep um and the stories are just fun i'm, I'm i can't wait to get the third volume for this one mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i i have like these big books for them that are like it's so cool because they they decided to go full into it and be like oh you want like a whole collection of the manga here's a huge book with the mark of like the demon, yeah, it's uh the sac, it's the brand of sacrifice, and it's bound by a black leather case, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's so cool. It looks like something that would be in like a medieval time set. Yeah, it's so cool. Nice. I love it. Um, but anyway, um. Yes, I do agree. No sound can also be just as good. Yeah. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club got me too hard, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Full spoiler spoiler warning: If anybody has not played it and does not want to know what happens, um, stuff happens. Yeah. Um, people die, and it'll be like happy music, being like, "Oh, it's just a dating sim," and then someone just I don't know stabs themselves. 
And you're just sitting there for... And no, either the music gets distorted or just there's no audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just lets it sink in. And I'm like, oh, no, that one scared the hell out of me. That was not good. Yep. I could not sleep for three days. <laughs> I have a fear of, like, sentient bots and hey, technology for some Artificial reason. intelligence. Just, like, basically saying, like, oh, I know I am who I am. Yeah. And you're going to die. Self-aware. Like, I, I start freaking the frick out. I cannot say that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that 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 scared me so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I wouldn't mind getting to the final, final topic. Oh, wait, wait. Every Kirby soundtrack is a banger. Every Sir Kirby soundtrack is a banger. Every I would Kirby also... soundtrack is a banger. Yes. It's so great. Nightmare to Dreamland is still one of my favorites. Hands Nightmare in Dreamland. Nightmare in Dreamland. My favorite Kirby soundtrack is actually from Robobot, and specifically the one where you're going up against Mecha Knight. The way they remixed Meta Knight's old theme from the NES games is peak. I I'm... thought it was the Super Nintendo. It's Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, Kirby Superstar. I'm going to have to listen to that. I really want to listen to that it's now. So, it's so good. It's um, so good. I I learned I learned it on my guitar. That's how much I love. Oh, that's I love good. It. I learned that song. And I learned DDD's theme. That's really from, impressive. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is good too. Um, I was also just gonna add very quickly. Uh, Mario Sunshine is my Mario. Three uh, D Mario. Yeah. It's my just Mario soundtrack to go to at all points because of how beautiful it is. I just like the fact that it goes like, I don't know, like accordion guitar. It's all tropical at certain points. They just really mm-hmm. went all out to make it just sound tropical mm-hmm. in some way or another. And it's kind of like the summer soundtrack to me. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. I can, I can only play that game in the summer. I can't play it in the fall or winter. I, I played it I beat the entire game one time. In one sitting. In one sitting. Mm-hmm. I had um, to, like, coax him to go eat lunch. Yeah. Impressive. I. It was because that 3D All-Stars came out, and I was like, oh, I'll just play some Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And I could not stop. And I beat the game in less than 24 hours, and I was like, uh, I need to keep playing. I was supposed to go on a date, and I, I literally said, hey, yeah, I, he, I, he I, I forgot some homework. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Luckily, I'm I'm in a relationship, a loving one, so I'm good now. But, um, anyway, oh. the game of the week. Yes, it's our last it's our segment. Random game that we have that we put on a spinner, um, and it actually does relate to the topic of Mario because it is Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on the game? What, what why why do you guys recommend it? It's the second best 3D Mario game. I mean, I'm biased, of course. Yeah. Oh, I know. Galaxy is I your am thing. Biased. But <laughs> no. Um I actually really liked the game when it first came out. Um I wish I had DLC. It really needed it cuz that game was extremely easy to beat. It really was. It was extremely easy and getting moons was also way too easy. Like they felt completely meaningless. I think they I think they were going for what they said was uh, kind of a shorter uh, structure so that, for example, you're on the 
bus or something Mm -hmm. you just whip out your switch you're like okay i've got to get a moon and then it's like okay cool i think Mm. that the other thing i do enjoy about the game is it kind of i feel like every world kind of gave you an an experience yeah like oh absolutely a different adventure yeah like i i know that 64 had that same feeling galaxy definitely had that feeling every planet was different i i would say that sunshine actually did have more repetitiveness than anything Hmm. Um, yes but when it comes to odyssey i really think that because i i don't think that they wanted to have so much of like challenge but more of just like an adventure a journey through all of it Mm -hmm. and like just getting to have fun in the world get to experience being other creatures yeah because that's like the big thing about odyssey you, mm-hmm. you get your hat and you get to manipulate others and control them yeah mostly enemies terrifying but yeah. i swear it is not it's not bad it's not bad at all unless you i don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know throw one, them off. Mm-hmm. one little detail about that game that i always thought bugged me is that when you uh, spoilers when you go to the mushroom kingdom and you go to peach's castle and you're collecting power stars they still call them moons mm-hmm. yeah i wish that they were that's the little it's just, like, it's, it's just a little detail so it's cute like that that when you collect them it plays a 64 jingle yeah i love but they can't change the words on the screen what i have no idea i i always love the fact that you got to play as 64 mario that they had a costume that made him look bad and sunshine mario <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the with the tropical shirt. Yeah, the like, no galaxy shirt. costumes though, Nintendo. I mean, wait. he didn't have anything on besides the power. ups Well, there's still different oh, variations yeah, of the ups. outfit. You're right. You're right. I was. Gonna you say, can like, have variations of the outfit from '64. <laughs> they literally changed his bit. Um, the how many bits he looks for the NES version. They added an NES version, but they can't swap it for the colors from galaxy i was so upset by that i i would have loved to have seen something like cloud mario something like that or or like power or like red power star mario where it's literally just game boy mario it's literally just that i would have loved that that would have actually been a good idea also Mm. if they added dlc two things i would have added luigi's mansion and the comet observatory Hmm. Two great explore- places of exploration that they could have utilized. I would have uh, also said go to Dolphin And Island. Delfino Island, Delfino. yes. But, um, Delfino Island. What I really like about Delfino, yeah. Odyssey in general is that it encourages more experimentation mm-hmm. because it got rid of the live system, which honestly, like... That was a good call. That yeah. was a great call, actually. Yeah. Because and it's it just made, annoying. How important coins were in the game. It made dying actually mean something again. Well, I think with the 10 coin penalty, it's just like, oh, well, I can die. Okay, I can like, fall you, off this way. If you I suck can, at like, video games like me, then it's more It's like, oh, okay, I can, <laughs> I can flub this jump. It's like, okay, whatever, 10 coins. I still think about some of my favorite videos from uh, Video Game Donkey. Uh, I don't watch his stuff too much now, but some of my favorite stuff going back is his videos trying to beat other people's Luigi runs. Or yeah, Luigi, the balloon. The balloon oh, challenge. Those were my nightmares. I can never complete oh, any of those. I can't do them for Jack. Oh, it's I, not good. You see, when I, did, when I did them, I would take advantage of the fact that probably about 75% of the people playing the game are children and like to hide their balloons in the same spot. That's super easy to get to, 
just farm coins. Well, that's yeah, so mean. That's <laughs> that is so, so evil. That's so mean. But then again, there were people who I, actually glitched the game and then put the balloons in impossible places. But like, yeah. then I don't feel too I, bad about I it. I really wanted that that like knight armor. I was like Dark Souls or <laughs> Zombie Mario. They added Zombie Mario oh, with actual blood on his costume. Might I add? I was very shocked about that. That I, was hilarious, and you can throw the hatchet. That was that was an insane little detail. Yeah, I love that. The hatchet was a good little addition to it. Mm. Um, That's the best costume in the game, in my opinion. I still think that Mario 64 was, like, the best one. I just love seeing him look terrible in such an HD world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, NES, it's like, oh, yeah, the, the blocks still look good in some way. Like, they still look crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the early days of 3D aren't, didn't age well. You cannot beat the worst polygons in the entire universe mario 64 mario right i do hmm. like that all the bosses required you to master all the captures in order to beat them i thought that was great i it never made the that. game boring and it never made any of the bosses repetitive i also enjoyed the fact that they did have like a boss rush i thought that was a yeah. good addition mm-hmm. that was a great uh, addition some more difficult versions of the bosses mm-hmm. you could fight yep the darker side of the moon was such a funny like addition being like oh wow it's yeah the darker side of the moon nobody's ever seen it because it's just a boss rush <laughs> I, wait no it was the dark side of the moon that was the boss rush no, the darker side was like the token hard mario level that they put at the very end oh man i i guess i am mistaken yeah, yeah. no matter what it just it was very good at what it did mm-hmm. um there and should have been a Pink Floyd reference somewhere in there, though. If only. Only. Uh, I, the only other thing I would want to say about the game that I personally love is, again, the hat stuff. Being able to be other things was... I, I kind of hope that they do have some sequel to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. They will. Like, I think if they didn't, it's a grand mistake. It's a I, grand, grand mistake on Nintendo's mm-hmm. part. Like, I don't know. Like... Especially since they had, like, 3D World, 3D Land, all that stuff. Like, sequels there, sequel to Galaxy. I think that they could easily have um, some of more challenge in some aspects actually create, some, like, some cooler platforming uh, options. And mm-hmm. just like Darker Side of the Moon, they, they have certain areas where it's like, okay, like... Uh, the one time that you don't have your hat. Oh, yeah, and on the island. Yeah, on, mm-hmm. on that one island. I loved actually getting to get enough moons. moons and not be able to, like, use my hat. I know that wasn't the preferred way. Or yeah, I mean, the, like, way you're supposed yeah, you to. Yeah, you can't even get on the ship without the hat. No, so. you have to get the hat no matter what. But it's so cool. It's so neat that you can technically, like, juke out the system with Mario's ability. Yeah. Mm. His mechanics were the crispest they could ever have been. Yeah. Mm. I definitely agree with that. They're, he's m- much more crisp than Mario Galaxy. And that's coming from a guy who loves Mario Galaxy. No, his his controls are so much better in that game. I am going to have to play Mario Galaxy again because the last time I played it, I stopped because I had like completely devoted myself to Sunshine. And as soon as I got to it, I was like, 
why can't I control the camera? And I got, like, so upset about that, being like, I can't control it. I can't do this. Hmm. Yeah. I just was so conditioned to move the camera. It was not good. I like <laughs> that you don't have to move the camera because it's less of a worry that I, that is put in the player's hands. And I think that now, since I can play it, like... It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I think I can finally say... It's not like sunshine. It can't hurt you. <laughs> Me and that game have like a trust fall kind of thing, you know? I get that. Yeah. I completely get that. I mean, I've completed that game more times than any other game I've ever played. Have you been able to get Luigi? Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this isn't about Mario Galaxy. This is about Odyssey, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who has a Switch. Yep. Seriously. Yes. This is like... It's one a must-play game on the Switch. It's one of those games that I, I wish Nintendo had those, like, Nintendo selects they had. Like, or the, on the bundles. Wii. Yeah, or, like, yeah, a bundle. Just something where it's like, oh, Odyssey? Yeah, that's 20 bucks. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I still recommend it with the $60 price tag. But if you're able to get it discounted, all the more reason to get it. Yeah. Go to Walmart. They have it all games that's... It's basically $10 off all their games. Yeah. They always sell them $10 lower than the market price. And that's what I always loved about it. Yeah. I, I would just recommend finding it any way that you can. Um, and I'm not, you know, I, I look anywhere. Seriously. You'll you'll find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you found it somewhere even like at this. No. You wouldn't find it at a Dollar General. Buy it used at GameStop, too. Buy it GameStop. used at GameStop. It gets it gets some flack, but their used games are always great. Oh, they're damn great! Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always make sure that the game is up and running before you buy it. Oh, and not to mention it's a cartridge game. There's barely any—you'd literally have to start chewing on it to make it stop working, or like put it in water. That was a then... thing for a while—a cartridge lick. Oh yeah, that was just people more curious than anything. I can't <laughs> believe people actually did it. I nearly did it, but I was like, why would I actually do that? That sounds like the dumbest it's, thing I could ever do. It's yeah. always, I touch the cartridge, and then I accidentally lick my fingers, and I'm like, oh. Does it actually, like... Yeah, it still it, tastes it better. No, it does, yeah, it huh. kind of leaves behind. Really? Okay, then maybe that. I should do that. Maybe yeah. I should. You can do it indirectly. Don't lick the cartridge. No, I'm not going to lick the cartridge. I'm just saying indirectly. Mm-hmm. We're getting off topic, but it is the very end, so we will talk about licking. But while we're talking about it, I think that you guys don't really want to hear this moment. So I think that this will call the end for for our audience listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tune in next time for whatever we talk about. We seriously never know what's going to happen until, like, a day or two before. Right. So in the meantime... uh, we aren't gonna stay geeky that's that's raven geeks um but but have a good time play some games play hi-fi rush play dead space play uh what what was it you're playing again soul caliber i'm playing soul caliber 6 and resident Resident evil 2 2. yeah yeah and you're play mass effect play some games man play Play it if you haven't it it's been like 16 years man it's a great game it's a great game series Mm. highly recommend it but in the meantime See you later, folks. See you guys later. Bye.